Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago, and uh, it's best ball season, man. The uh, I think three million dollar best ball tournament from Underdark Underdog Fantasy is going on right now, what and is- uh, I've already drafted one team. I'm on a, uh, a, a eight hour slow draft with another team, so you know I, I'm ready for it. Wow, that's great. When um when does that get? When does that get uh, started? Like, what is best ball? Like, is that a golf thing? What, what is that? What is that? Well, best ball fantasy football, best ball mania three is what's happening right now with underdog. And best ball is growing into the largest form of fantasy football. It's where you just do the draft, you set it, and you forget it. It's like one of those infomercials. You just you, you do your draft, you set it, you forget it, you leave the team alone. You don't, you don't do free agency. You don't do trades. You don't set lineups. Basically, what happens is you, you start a quarterback. You start two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, and a tight end. You draft your team. So let's say you draft three quarterbacks. You could draft five quarterbacks if you want. But let's say you draft three, uh, three quarterbacks. Whoever is the highest scoring quarterback that week is your QB. 
Okay. So that, that's how the points work. So it, it's a lot of fun. That's you know, the when best. I started, that's the best ball part of it, right there, right? That's that is the best ball. Absolutely. So then, if one of your three quarterbacks gets hurt, now you're only playing with two quarterbacks a week, and it's that way through the whole season. Correct. Yes. And only one yeah. of them score anyway. So you're just hoping that out of the three quarterbacks that you have, you're hoping, well, of course, that you get some really high points, but also you could end up with no quarterbacks by the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. My last week of uh, the NFL, I made it to the semifinals. So the way it works is the first 13 weeks of the season, you're in a league with, uh, I think, 12 other people. Yeah, 12 other people. Mm -hmm. And the top two scoring teams after 13 weeks advance to the – the semifinals, okay. and then the top, then you then you're shoved into another group of uh, you know twelve people. The top two of that uh, division that week, just a single week, you know, so it goes from thirteen week total cumulative to a single week game, and whoever has the top two that week advances, and then it goes to uh, another twelve person league. The top uh, ten in that league or I'm sorry, the top one in that league. So just one person advances, and it keeps going until there's a, a world champion and they play for a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. Two All right. Maybe now, I think. And uh, what amount of money are we playing this for? Can we play it for $5 a, a league? Is, and what, what are we doing here? Well, there's different options, but Best Ball Mania 3 uh, over at uh, Underdog is $25 an entry. And there's two options. You could either slow draft, so there's picks every 30 seconds, or you could do a, a, a quick draft, which is every 30 seconds, or you could do the slow draft, which is eight hours. I think I said that twice. So, um, you know, there's a max of 451,000 players, four rounds, uh, 18 rounds of drafting. You can fill your roster any way you want. And uh, first place is $2 million. Second place is a $1 million. Third place is a half million dollars. And then there's, there's prizes. If you, you know, take first place in weeks one through 14, there's uh, prizes for highest scoring on the season. There's a total of $10 million in prizes. It's a hell of a deal. It's one of those things like, look, if you, if you put, you know, a hundred dollars in your account and every week you do a slow draft, slow drafts generally take a week to two weeks. So, you know, you, you could just basically play $25 every two weeks until the season and, uh, you know, you start drafting some good teams. When I first started in fantasy football, one of the guys I looked for for advice was Al Smizzle. And uh, I'm actually in a draft with Smizzle right now. So, it, you know, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I, got, I got a great uh, stack going because just like, uh, you know, because you're playing, uh, you know, 450,000 people, you want to build stacks for coalition, co- correlation. And uh, I got a nice one going right now. My first draft was a bit of a disaster. But, uh, yeah, and I mean, now, it's only going to get better from here. For full full uh, context here you are currently drafting as we speak yes yes well I'm, you're drafting in, a league in, right now how how long in between picks of yours is there are, are we talking you make one pick tonight during the show or maybe you don't even get to a pick like how how many days in a row is this one well i'm seven picks away everybody has 10 hours to make their pick okay and then the clock freezes i think at midnight till like 6 a.m which just puts me at a disadvantage but like, there's a guy. Like, I make my, my, I got my, you know, I got my cue ready to go, so I know what I want. So my picks are generally pretty quick. Smizzle, he's a pro. His picks are quick. There's a guy in this game. His name is Bad Mother, Bad Motherfuckers. That's the name of his team. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's terrible. This guy, 
he should rename his team Slow Motherfuckers because he picks right before me and he takes eight hours to ten hours to make a pick every time. And his team is terrible. Wow. He's already got two quarterbacks, you know, three running backs. I played uh, in, th- in this game right now. I'm at a pure zero ball strategy, meaning I don't take a running back through the first five rounds. So um, I'm actually playing it through. My first pick at pick nine was Devontae Adams. I took CC Lamb at 16. I took Darren Waller, or I'm sorry, I took DJ Moore at 33. I took uh, Darren Waller at 40. So now I have Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. The hope is in my next pick at 105, I'm going to take uh, Derek Carr. I'm hoping he falls to me. His average draft position is right about 105. So it's about where he should go. Um, okay. Dak Prescott ended up falling to me. His average draft position is 81. I took him at 88 because he was there. Plus, I have CC Lamb. So I already have a stack. I got, the, I got the Dallas stack. But the stack I was actually trying to build was the Las Vegas stack. So I'm hoping to get Derek Carr complete that. And uh, my running back's a little bit of a disaster because I'm playing zero ball. I'm taking, I got Antonio Gibson and uh, Clyde Edward Hilaire, which a lot of people do the Spider-Man uh, a gift, you know, with the two Spider-Mans uh, because they're basically the same person and the same risk of player. Yeah. And uh, that could be very ugly for me, but it's, it's uh, zero RB. Yep. That's the strategy I'm going with. And statistically it is the number one strategy in best ball that very few people actually play. So that's what's okay. going on in my world. I got dead birds. I got draft picks. Mm-hmm. I got casinos. I got there's shootings down the street. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, Charlotte J brings up a good point from him, Al, and this is why I enjoy that we talk about this because I really don't know the best ball game certainly, and a lot of people aren't you know into fantasy sports as it is. Charlotte J says I know nothing of fantasy sports. Yeah, best ball is the best form of fantasy because you can be absolutely lazy you know all you have to do is draft that's it you know you're done then you just watch the results so it's a lot of fun so a guy like you you know if you want to spend a couple hours you know if you want to spend a quick uh, hour and a half doing a a draft you can do a draft if you want to you know make one pick a day research your picks Mm -hmm. and uh, take a lot of time you can do a slow draft and then you don't have to worry about it ever again I, i i hope you get involved in the underdog i hope you throw a couple bucks in there you know, maybe draft a team or two. I think I currently have a couple bucks sitting in an underdog from last year. I don't, there you go. I don't remember if I actually drafted a team or not, but I know that I, I, I put money in and I got started. I used, good, good. Well, I mean, you said underdog, right? Is, is, what? Underdog? Underdog. Underdog fantasy. Yeah, that's the one that I joined. I was able to get, um, I was able to get a, like a, a a free membership to like uh, one of the fantasy football sites. They were like, if you, yeah. you know, 50 bucks in wonder in, in underdog, then you get our service for six months. So well, I use, uh, I use uh, fantasy labs and uh, they're big in underball. Now they're getting there and they had a promo code. So I got like $50 in free money at underdog when I started last year. So, you know, they hooked me. The game is so fun that, uh, you know, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm a lifer now. I'm a best ball. Ed got me into it. You know, we I got into the scandal with that. I got the suspension from drafting. You and Ed, your collusion. Your collusion but, uh, over there was the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The collusion. But he got he talked me into best ball two years ago. He just wouldn't stop talking about his best ball team. And I decided to give it a go last year. And it's so much fun. I think I'm going to reduce the number of redraft leagues I'm in this year. I'm just going to focus on best ball. 
and maybe one or two redrafters. Yeah, I might try to drop. I might try to drop mine too. I really might. My lord. <sighs> hey everybody. Thanks for joining in on Twitch. If you're not watching on Twitch, maybe uh, join us there either if if you're listening or watching live somewhere else. Join over there where the where the gang is uh watching the show. Uh follow us on Twitter at Larcher Lawrenson. On Twitch we are uh twitch.com slash sports addict. And uh you can call in seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Shoot. We had to push Lou until next week. We weren't able to get to him there. Oh no. Well, That's very disappointing. You know, I thought maybe he could help me with my, my best ball. We could go over some strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, some of the fun of, uh, of building best ball teams is the strategy of how many players you want to draft in each position. You know, so if, right. you, if you draft a, a tight end early, you may only draft one other tight end, or you may go crazy and draft four tight ends and statistically tank your team. Um, you know, that's just a lot of it. And I think, I think Lou would give us some good insight on that. And uh, you really kind of uh, blew it there, Clark. You basically were a bird to a windshield. You're, you were, you're upset that I missed out on Lou this week. I'm sorry. I, uh, I didn't mean any uh, offense by, by cutting him loose there, but sorry about that, pal. Hey, there we are. For those of you listening, my camera just came on. I, uh, I was finishing up a little bit of a last-minute dinner there, Al. I, uh, I was hopping on a Kennedy with about an hour before the show. It was showing 40 minutes. I think I got here in 35. It's nice that, the you know, Kennedy, we'll go ahead. The Kennedy was an absolute disaster today. You know, I, I, I didn't actually see the world. It's the hottest day of the year. I heard that. I stayed inside. But I do watch the news, and I, they had three ramps closed on the Kennedy, uh, major delays all day today. And then you got the president coming in town for reasons nobody really knows. Wait, when, when, when's that happening? Tonight? Tomorrow. Oh, that'll be great. I'll be down there. Uh, I, I missed back in the day, there was a president who his hometown was Chicago when I first started giving tours. And, you know, he'd come in every once in a while, and he'd fly down to the McCormick Place uh, there and you, you got a good look at Air Force One quite a bit. Um, Air Force Two was there as well. I'm sorry, actually, Air Force One, of course, would usually land out at O'Hare. Uh, Marine One, the helicopter. Yes, the helicopter. We'd see that come flying in from O'Hare, you know, with a bunch of those. I forget what the hell you call them. Maybe the chat could join in, but it's those helicopters. But they they can fly like helicopters and airplanes. They wanted to use those in in you know in the military and stuff, but apparently not so good for the military. But for traveling next to the President of the United States, they are perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I miss seeing it. Guess it was an easy, it was an easy uh, nice little perk. Guess we'd get to see Air Force One flying pretty low. Or, I mean, Marine One flying pretty low and landed over there. So, yep. See, Charlotte J knows the pain of, uh, of travel. He was in a hotel. The President was there, and they moved him from his suite. I'll tell you what. You don't. You don't – you think it's all right, the President of the United States, to move my guy, Charlotte J? No. I, I think that's I a bullshit. I don't care who the He's president is. Now. I don't care which president it was when it happened. I don't appreciate it. Do not. My Lord. Uh, the kind of hotels I stay in, I once got moved because there was a active prostitution in the room next door. <laughs> 
I, I don't, you know, I'm did they move you or did you ask to move at the time? I think they knew what was going on and then they just, you know, they cut it off. And then one time I was at a hotel in Denver, Denver, as Al Michaels would say. And, Denver. Uh, yeah, speaking of, I got the Denver jersey on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they legalize weed in this state, right? So I go, to, I get off the train in downtown Denver and I get, I get my joints and I go to my hotel room, which is in the sleaziest part of town. Like, I didn't know. I, I tend to do that when I book uh, Airbnbs or ho- book hotels because I always go for the cheap hotels. So I generally stay in, you know, uh, the hooker hotels. Okay. And uh, so there's a smoking. They say don't smoke in the room. I go to the fucking area that's designated for smoking. I'm out there smoking a J, and mm-hmm. I get yelled at telling me they could kick me out of the hotel for smoking marijuana on the property. Like, what? What, what? What is up with that state, you know? You're like, there's like, prostitution a, a door over, but I'm smoking a little weed. And now it's an issue. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little bit, a little bit wild to me there. And then I've been watching this uh, Tokyo Vice. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of this. It's the new like HBO mob show. Uh, finish, finish the season. Fantastic. I highly recommend it. You know, it's in the Japanese, so you got to do a lot of reading. Uh, but Edelstein, he's you know the American Jew who's there. Uh, you know, getting a job at the newspapers, getting involved with the Kusa. Uh, a lot of fun there, so I recommend I recommend that. And then I just finished The Sopranos for the third time, and this time it was a lot more fun. I got to just kind of enjoy the humor of the show. You know, instead of you know, uh, yeah. You brought up uh, the uh, Tokyo Vice last week, and I went to put it on uh, while I was working. Uh, I I, can, I usually watch a show or two while I'm working. Um, however, there's quite a bit of subtitles in Tokyo yeah, Vice. Yeah, not so you, you've got to watch it. You've got to watch it. You can't be doing fantasy football. You can't be right. doing best ball. You might want right. to try to look, but you've got to pause the show for a second if, you, if you're going to do anything else. I've definitely found myself looking at my phone during the show, putting the phone down, rewinding to, to catch what I missed. So, yeah, it's, it's, there's certain shows, you know, that you should, you should enjoy. You should take your time to enjoy, to, you know, really, you know, smell the roses with. And uh, uh, I have found uh, attention to and yeah, focus too. I have found a correlation, uh, a direct correlation yeah. between how well I am paying attention to the subtitled television show, to how much THC is actively in my body. It tends higher, to higher, more more attention or lower, more attention. Lower attention with more THC. It's easy to get lost on something else. Okay. It's very easy right. to get lost on a little something else. Because, you know, all of a sudden you go to Google something about the show. You're like, who's this actor from, from Japan? Are they a famous well, actor? Well, you got to be careful. you you got to watch out for spoilers, obviously. That's but if you want to Google do, an that's actor. That's what you do on the bus. That's what you, you go on the Reddit. You, well, you go at the Google. You figure things out. I start looking up a Japanese. Episodes. I start looking up a Japanese actor. The next thing I'm doing is finding about out about the Japanese football league, which culminates with the Rice Bowl at the, the Tokyo Bowl, Dome. Which I've been to. I know. Well, you've been outside. You went. You didn't. You didn't I make it to the game. I counts. I saw football. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Uh, I, I finished The Sopranos, so I decided to go ahead and watch, listen to the, the stupid podcast. And this Steve Shrippa, the guy who played uh, Bobby Bachler, is oh, absolutely – he's worse than me as a, as a podcast. You know what? You brought this up. It was late in the show last week, but you brought it up. Have you gone any further now? I know you were about three episodes in. Cloudy Cloud Cloud said that it was a uh, 
He said that it didn't get any better because we were giving him a little bit, oh, it's the beginning of the pandemic. They were still trying to get their shit together, not realizing they were going to have to do the show apart. We were giving him the benefit of the doubt. Have you kept going at all? Is it getting any better? I think I listened to one more episode and I'm, I'm officially out, man. It, it's just brutal. Oh, you know, you just can't, I, I can't do it. I it's just not the man. I want to strangle the man. I've lost maybe, all respect for him as a human. Maybe and, go uh, if they have like a cool guest star or something. I don't know. Like Winnie DeFalco. I'm sure she was actually on at some point. Like when she's on, maybe I'll listen to that. I don't know. Yeah, I might give that a shot. That, that's a good idea. Um, I don't know. Just because, I mean, I, I'd love a companion. I'd love a podcast for The Sopranos if it was worth especially with, uh, with what's his name, with Christopher, Michael, and, and, you know, the other guy. Yeah, he's great. Like, he is fantastic. Like, you know, here, here's like an example. Like, the, the, the guy will be like, and Perioli will be like, oh, you know, in that scene in the background, uh, the, the, that's an old opera playing from, uh, you know, uh, the turn of the century. And in that opera, it, it very much correlates with what the character is going through. And Trip will be like, I don't know about that. I am a simple guy. I don't know about that. But do you remember the tits on the actress in that scene? You know, it's like, no, I, well, I don't That's care. not why I'm here. I don't care. That's I want to hear what Michael Imperioli is saying about the opera. That's what's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I understand. Yeah, sorry I didn't get anywhere in that. I am happy to report that we are almost finished with This Is Us. Um don't even know what it is. Crazy thing happened last week on on Wednesday morning. My aunt and my and my uh, my, my wife's mom were like, "Oh, did you see last night's episode? Oh my goodness, it was so good." We didn't. Then we watched. Well, and both tried to spoil it by mentioning who it was Bob. That's neither here nor there. Uh, accidental spoiler. Uh, we ended up watching the episode that night, and then I was like, "Eh, it was an all right episode." And I thought I'd watch this week, so I went online and found out that we were a week behind on the show because on Peacock, their streaming rights for This Is Us, even though it's less commercials, their streaming rights, they're a week behind the regular show. Oh, So I I was a week behind. We finally caught up, and I think there's only two episodes left in the show. What is This Is Us? What What is it about? Cloudy Cloud has a pretty strong opinion on it. Um. It's been the show that I uh, I don't watch, but it happens to be on a lot when Lauren's in the room, and I like it a lot. Uh, I've stuck with it. Every single scene has a slow, sad acoustic guitar. It's like a laugh track for making a viewer sad. It's true, and it works, I've heard, uh, because I look over and Lauren's crying a lot, but not me. The first episode hooked me out. Uh, the end of it, it was a very cool I, – I really enjoyed the uh, – What's the word I'm looking for? The tool to tell the story. I really enjoyed it a lot. Maybe, maybe that. And uh, so I'm not going to stop watching it with two episodes left. I've been good with it. And uh, as far as network TV shows go, there aren't many that impress me these days, but that's one that, uh, that I'm still on. That's the one. Did you want to? Uh, yeah, sounds fantastic. Yeah, I can tell you're totally into it. Did you want to you see uh, what? Well, a lot's huh? going on in Hollywood, Clark. Before we get to anything else, you got Bill Murray. He's slapping people around on the set of a show. Uh, Fred Savage from the Wonder Years. He's kicking. He's kicking people, throwing fits. Um, 
you know, this uh, the, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, they got some trial on, going on. on. Were they, There's so much going on in the world right now. Were they kicking people? Was Fred Savage kicking people? Is that what it was? I, I, I saw no, inappropriate I no behavior. I have I no information, know. but I understand he has entertainment tonight was saying he has a little bit of a temper uh, then, going back for a long time. Who's so. the other guy? Was it Reiner? No. I'm thinking of Car- – I'm probably wrong here. Somebody else got kicked off of the big Netflix show. I think maybe – Was it Urkel? Huh? Was it no, Urkel? Reiner think- died. Hang on. Who's uh, – somebody's going to get me on this, but they had a they had Somebody a- start playing a sad, slow acoustic guitar. Yeah. I, I think this guy's been mistaken for Reiner before, but anyway, an, an older actor uh, who was the star of the show acted inappropriately during a uh, during a sex scene, so he's gone now. What was that? Did somebody just log in? Yeah, it was a big login. It was a whole like uh, the president's listening to the show tonight, Mr. President. It's an honor. A good day to you, sir. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in. Oh man. Um, I'm trying to find. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to Ticketmaster, most sites, you buy your your event for Ticketmaster, boom, it shows up in your Ticketmaster app. You buy an event, even if it's second market, uh, then they send you over the tickets. It's Ticketmaster. However, when you get a ticket for a special event at the United Center, apparently the United Center wants you to get their app and their stuff. So you have to log in on on their shit. As opposed, so I couldn't find our tickets for the big wrestling show that we just uh, that we just got a hold of. Sharp uh, as a cue ball, this one. Well, I was like, I said I accepted them. I went to my Ticketmaster app, nothing, nothing. So what do I do? Finally uh, figured it out. I had to download a separate app just for that. It's pretty, it's a pretty big pain in the ass. Like, and now I don't even know how to log in. Like. I can do it from the app, but I kind of want to show my, I want to show what I have going on. I wanted to throw it on, on the, on the screen here, but I can't. There we go. There's a bunch of tickets now on Ticketmaster for all of the wrestling tickets, on June 6th. Our tickets have uh, already gone up a hundred dollars in value. So I'm glad you jumped on those. Oh, really? You did. Yeah, you're right. I'm seeing them a lot more right now. Our section right now on the Ticketmaster resellers, uh, I'd say it's all, it, yeah, it's about $110 more. It's insane. I don't know. What's this? Are we, is that an acoustic guitar? Well, I figured I'm going to start adding sad acoustic guitar music to the show. I'll see that. if it helps with our listenership. You can get into the building now for Forbidden Door for $35. So Al and I were... We had jumped in all over this on a Friday. Very hard to get tickets for the main sale. Now, the pre-sale the day before sold a couple tickets for this event. What are they selling? So About 15,000 tickets somewhere in there total for that United Center show? Yeah, yeah, I think 15 sounds about right. And at the pre-sale on Thursday, you and I normally stay back from pre-sales. I think you even logged in and you're like, yeah, do I get these tickets? We decided not. Because normally the second day you can really do all right in. Not this time, buddy. Nope. They sell. So the pre-sell, there's only 15,000 seats. The pre-sell, they sell something like 12,000 tickets. How is that a pre-sale? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if you're not not in the loop, if you're not getting the, the, the secret password that everybody knows, 
which I don't understand. Like, it's so damn stupid. The whole pre-sale thing got me so mad, so angry. I'm almost done with AEW. I'm thinking about starting my own ticket brokerage firm. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's uh, let's go no make pre-sales. the money. Pre-sales will be banned. Okay. The uh, the secondary market will be simple. You can only buy one. You can only buy uh, two tickets. You and your friends can connect. You know, but you can only buy one ticket. <sighs> I don't know. I haven't I haven't thought this thing. No, you'll yet. figure it out. Give it give it a little more time. Uh, How come every doing... time I walk into one of these breweries, Clark, you're you're oh, the big brewery guy. You go to these drinks. Why are they always playing loud metal music? Why can't they play some mellow music? Do people who drink beer constantly need to listen to a loud metal music? What I didn't, the hell is up with that? I didn't think they were all doing it anymore. Wh- which one did you pop into most recently? Do you I recall? Went, I went to the, the one right by me here, the one a couple blocks down, the Irving Park. Place. Old Irving. Old Irving Park, huh? Yeah, I got some wings there. That's my favorite. Uh, That's, I, I, I had uh, you know, some key lime pie and a uh, Manhattan or two. Old Irving Brewing. A great place to bring your kids. They have a phenomenal uh, kids menu. They got, no, they no, have no, crayons. Kids away. They've got crayons. They've got coloring the uh, menus for I've them. I've heard this is a place that sleazy. That there's a karaoke bar across the street where I know that people sell cocaine. What? Like it's a, kind of a drug bar. It's a drug location. Do not take it your is kids a drug to bar. As a matter of fact, if you're in the neighborhood, stay away from this place. Are there's you telling me that you're game. telling me that there's cocaine in a bar? Are you shitting me? Yeah, yeah, that place across the street. I don't trust it. Certainly so, never at any bar that I've worked at. Yeah, I couldn't get to, I couldn't get the like there's a night they have the windows open, but there's families sitting there. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Why why don't you let people who want to drink and, you know, uh spend money uh go to these places and keep the damn kids and the families out. We I need, sat next to these two We need somewhere we can go and have good beer and good food for the kids. Like they, they purposely make their menu for us. They know that we're gonna keep coming back. Around the kids. What? Uh, you know, you should to be responsible and not drink around the kids. You're setting a horrible example for the future of life. True story. Sunday morning when we ran over to the Jewel to pick up some flowers, we were going to grab Lauren a bottle of wine because the girls wanted to get her one of her favorite drinks, and we were going to go get red wine for her. However, they don't sell alcohol before 8 a.m., and we definitely walked in there at 6.55 a.m. So she did not get the wine. This reminds me of the story of when my, you know, I went to the AA meetings with my mother and ran into Officer Friendly. You know, it sets, it screwed me up for life. You see where I'm at today? I'm a 300-plus pound man sitting in a fucking recliner wearing a Broncos jersey, spending all my income on best ball, uh, looking out the window for birds to hitting glasses. You know? Yeah. This is all because you, you got to lay up the booze a little is what I'm saying. And you okay. got to keep your kids away from my brewery. Mm-hmm. All right, there's breweries by you. You go to those with the kids. Stay away from this one with the kids. You, know, you want to come have a drink with me? That's fine. Sometimes, no, sometimes. What, 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 what was the question? What's with the metal music everywhere? No, oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've often thought that myself. Like, you could probably, like, sure, I, I get that people want to. There are people that want to hear this music loud, but maybe not, maybe not at four o'clock on an afternoon when you're stopping in for wings and a beer. Right. Every brewery, every brewery I've been to, the metal music. You, it's 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 destroying this country. Maybe that's what Biden's coming into town for tomorrow. If it is, I support him 100%. We have a serious question about that bar. Do you know that there's nose candy there, or are you speculative? Purely speculative. I would never paint myself into a corner, my friend. Now, when I when I was at – I went out for wings last year by myself to watch some of the Cub game over at Sutherland's uh, just down the road on Irving Park. And two guys sitting at the bar, corner bar, they didn't know each other, but I heard them talking. 
their their nose they their their discussion went over to the nose candy. And the next thing you know, they're taking a walk over to the bathroom. And I was like, Oh. Well, all right then. Well, there you have it. Here's I actually it. don't know. I just remember I when I first saw that it was a karaoke bar, you know I work in a karaoke bar. Right, you're like I went down to the Yelp to read the reviews and some Karen was on there pitching about ghost candy in the bar. So <laughs> that's my only source on the information and oh. I'm running with it one hundred percent. The Yelp review sort. I I I believe it. Wow, that's amazing. By the way, the Cubs and the Sox played each other right okay. down the street from where I work, the karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. We were infested with the baseball fanatics. And uh, I have to say, the Sox out-tipped the Cubs in this particular night. Uh, it was wow. close. The wow. Sox ran away with it early. One Sox fan came in, dropped $100 in the jar. You know, he's like, hey, you know, uh, will you take care of me for 100 I go, absolutely. And all he asked for was one song all night. Uh, perfect gentlemen, Cubs fans. They they uh, they started slow, but late in the night, some older business guys, some regulars, My guy. they came in. My they guy. started dropping in the twenties. Yep. A couple forties. They were a little more demanding. Yep. I had to work a little harder for those guys, but yep. you know, uh, My guys. I mean, they brought it close. But at the end of the day, the Chicago White Sox fans out tipped the Chicago Cubs fans. So for that, this week, this year, I am a Sox fan. Thank you very much. Your your White Sox fans there must have been like a much a, a lot like the the guys in the uh, in in a couple of the Twitter chats that we're in the, the ones who are here the, the folks that are here joining in on this conversation right here over on Twitch on Facebook Live and everything it must have been those nice kind of like the nice White Sox fans not those not those assholes that want to punch me in the face for wearing a Cubs shirt. Every Sox fan I have ever met has been a perfect gentleman. And and an uh, upstanding uh, a lady, a uh, distinguished uh, person, a person of character, a person of integrity, a person of honesty. Um, that is my experience with Sox fans. You know, I grew up in I grew up in Prospect Heights, Illinois, suburb of Chicago, and uh, out there, most of the people, even though it's it's far northwest burbs, are Sox fans. We'd go to Sox games as kids, and they're some of the best and most honest, hardworking people I know in life. Now, Cubs fans, I've had nothing but bad experiences. They are uh, alcoholics, uh, 90% of them, a case study uh, by the American Institute of Al's, found that 90% of all Cubs fans are alcoholics who take their kids to breweries, Clark. Mm. I mean, that, that was in the report. So, in you know, the they report. start fights, they cuss, they, they don't tip as well. It's, so, there yeah. you have it. This is all facts. This is all statistical data. Statistic has has nothing to do with 99% of the of the Cubs fans that you run into are on their way to or from Wrigley field and only three blocks from your place of work. Like that. Yes. That's it. Right. Always drunk, always drunk and obnoxious Clark. My, my case study uh, is, is we, we sampled a hundred Cub well, fans. Here you go. In the I course get, of this bar over the last year, I'm more drunk. I bet. Uh, I bet that, out of the last five years, stuff. most of the times that I've been to to, to your, your establishment there, I've been quite intoxicated. Exactly. And you're a Cubs fan. Case in point, you're part of the statistical data, Clark. Thank have I you. been there a handful of times in the last five years? I don't even know if I have. I don't know, but when you are, you tend to be intoxicated. There, I mean, you said it yourself. Now, the old guys, I tweeted, and they didn't read my tweets because they're old and they don't know who I am. These two old Irish guys next to me at the bar, I tweet, I go, what's up with these these breweries and the heavy metal music? 
without anything. One of the old guys turns to me and he goes, what's with the fucking music in this place? <laughs> See? Terrible. I go, absolutely, sir. I agree. 100%. You want a toe? I'll have a toe here with nail polish. I'm finishing my coffee. Yeah, that's amazing. Finishing my coffee. You know, we the tickets we got are in the club level two oh one. In the in the set near the near the ring, like close to the ring, second level. Um I don't think we're gonna be disappointed. I think I think it's a little bit roomier. I think getting to the restroom's a little bit easier, and I just feel it's a little bit nicer up there. I'd rather sit there than in the corner in the 100 level. And certainly I'd rather sit there than in the back row of the floor. Right. I think you selected the seats. I feel like you did a good job. I trusted you. You, I am the king of the Rosemont horizon. You, sir, have uh, been to the United Center a lot more than I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get into the lizard people later, you know, the reptilians and how they're, they're infiltrating the government. I see cloudy, cloudy, cloudy. He knows about the Ellen Lazards of the world. Uh oh! Watch out for them. Wait, hang on. What? What are the lizard people? You want the reptilians, Clark? They're aliens. They they can look like us, and they infiltrate the government. Why do you think things have gotten so crazy? They showed up around 1987, and since then things have been a little weird, and politics have gotten even stranger over the course. It's because the fucking lizard people, the reptilians, have infiltrated the government. That might be why Biden's here tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, I'm still hoping it's for the heavy metal in the bars. I don't know. I think it. I think there's a good chance that that is why Biden's here. It's just to get to the bottom of it. Have you seen any lately? Well, you got to have special glasses, Clark. You got to have special, you know, sunglasses to see the reptilians. Okay. Um, suddenly, the uh, what was the guy's name? Art Bar. Who was it? Art Bell? Was it Art Bell? Used to do the late night radio. The, the uh, you know, you would stay up at like two, three in the morning, and you you'd, you'd flip around on the radio, and you, you'd find. Uh, I think it was, I think it was Art Bell. He was like in a, a trailer, broadcasting from an undisclosed location in a trailer in New Mexico, and he would know all the details on all the aliens. He would have all the conspiracies. It was a great show. Wow. Uh, I assume he's dead now, but yeah, man, that, that's when radio was good. That's when you know. That's what you, you hope these podcasts would become. But they never did, man. I thought they'd become late night radio, and late night late night radio is dead, you know. And uh, podcasts in general are, are uh, you know, just fat guys rambling. <laughs> um, yeah, who, who watches that? Who 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 listens to uh, to these podcasts? Once in a while, I get demented. A, I've got a buddy who texts me once in a while, just random things that I very much know I talked about on the show but tries to play it off like, like I didn't. And, and it, it was really fucking with me. It was, it was in a group. And uh, the first one was, man, I'm really into this band Spoon. You son of a bitch, what is going on here? Yeah, you know, uh, this Spoon band, probably the greatest band uh, to exist in the last four or five years. I mean, that song Wild is just wild, my friend. I'm telling I you. Actually, you know, of course I'm being a little sarcastic here, but I actually enjoy Spoon. Good. I'm glad I, you I do. do. I do. I do like. Uh, I do like that album. I do like their music. So you um, know who you know, we didn't talk actually... about. We didn't talk about last week, but um, uh, before after, after the show. Um, hang on. I'm gonna be quiet over here. Uh, Currently, Ellen Lazard in best ball is uh, averaging the 107th pick. 
Uh, uh, he's ranked as wide receiver 55. He's got a lot of upside, you know, now that, now that what's his name is gone. Now that, that he's flew off to uh, Adam Jones is, is flown off to the, the Raiders. Uh, Devontae Adams has gone to the Raiders. Yeah. You've made Lazard, that mistake before. Lazard, you know, Brett Favre or whatever this guy, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers. When this guy, he hyper focuses on one individual wide receiver. And if it's this guy, you know, sky's the limit for Alan Lazard. But anyways, so what band did we not discuss? You were, you were saying something about last week, and there was a band. Please, I'm sorry well, to interrupt it. Well, hang on a minute. Before we get to that, uh, it very much felt like you were earlier describing. Um, oh, man, I'm, I'm freezing over here. Earlier, when you were describing the lizard people, I was very much uh, thinking that it sounded more like, more like something else. Uh, hold on, hang on, hang on. Trying to do six things at once here. I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. Jesus. Here we go, buddy. This is who you need when the lizard people show up. You know it. Oh, and it's not sharing. Unable to share. Update system permissions. Can you hear that? They have recruited the rich and the powerful. They're running the whole show. Yeah, they recruited somebody. All around you. Blind to the truth. They are safe as long as they are not discovered. I don't know what they are or where they came from. Prepare for me. What these are. They have us. Look at them. They're everywhere. Hell is going on. We have no other choice. I don't like this one. Leave it alone, man. It ain't none of my business. Ain't none of yours. We have been lulled into a trap. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. That's not working. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get back to the, uh, we'll get back to the basics here. It's not, it's not letting me share my screen anymore. It's telling me that my system preferences are not made for it. I don't know what's happening. Well, Mark, on, on the phone here, a uh, very special guest. It's the uh, it's actually a lizard person. Oh, okay. It's John Lazard, and uh, he, he's free to ask. You can ask him any questions about the lizard people you've ever wanted to know. This is an exclusive. I had to turn my camera off, and uh, I'm actually he's in an undisclosed location right now in Chicago. So uh, you know we had to be very careful. Uh, hello. Yeah. Hello. Who, who's who's here? All right, great lizard man. Let's see here. What what can I do here? That's um, uh, Why are you here? Well, you see, uh, in my country, uh, in my, my land, in my faraway galaxy, we don't have pastries as good as yours. Not those crappy plopskis or those Polish pastries. We didn't turn our nose at those. But we used to go to this place, Dinkles. And Tinkles had the best pastries in the morning. You could get Tinkles donuts. And now they're closing. So uh, I may have to go back to my planet. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm sorry that Dinkles is closing and you have to leave. Dinkles closed, I believe, and that was a sad day. But um, Yeah, very sad. Very sad day. I mean, there was no more Dinkles. And uh, now I, I, what am I going to do? Are you a friend or a foe of human beings on the planet Earth? You, you people shit all over the place. 
you know, especially in baseball, uh, just all there is to be said and ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for uh for joining the show tonight and joining us here on earth and during this life i appreciate it but you heard it here first on the show that this is going to be the end uh, the lizard people have taken over good night you, you made him hang up Clark. so much oh well because it was time so al before he joined us, uh, on the same day, two different people brought up uh, uh, a country mu- music musician. And I didn't realize it before, but I had heard of him once before because of a wrestler who had put him over. But I had heard that this guy, Joshua Headley, uh, was a wrestling fan. I know that somebody that I knew went and saw him. Uh, actually, it was uh, Jay Zawaski said that he had gone to see him in, in concert, and he was wearing a New Japan Pro Wrestling shirt. Joshua Headley was. Um yes. And I first heard him, that album came out two weeks ago, that Neon Blue. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I just, I really screwed up the last time when I played songs for Al from a, a band that was doing 90s covers. And I right. really screwed up there. Uh, Al, not a fan. Would you say not a fan? You played, you played, you played a, a somebody, some person, a, a supposed to be a musician covering Hal Ketchum. Listen, nobody covers Hal Ketchum. Hal Ketchum was a, 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 a godsend. You know, you don't, you don't take the Mona Lisa and paint over it. Okay. Fair, fair. So needless to say, I made a mistake, right? I, I had made a mistake. So I would say, uh, I would say that it, for me to take, to, to toss out another musical selection, to you, like I think that's a bold move on my part, knowing full well that I had screwed it up completely before. So this one here, Joshua Headley's new album, I gave it a listen after these guys suggested it. Very '90s, uh, very '90s feel to it. it. You know, it came out three weeks ago, and uh, I guess right now what I'm asking you is, um... oh, I said Neon Bible. That's an Arcade Fire album. Hang on, Neon Neon. Uh... Oh, hang on. What is that called? Oh, I, well, you look this up. I'm five picks away in best ball. I'm really needing uh, running back. A.J. Dillon, whose average de- draft position is one, is 75. I'm going to be picking at the 105 slot. So 75, 85, 95. So 30, 30 uh, slots uh, um, later, he's available. Kareem Hunt, whose average draft position is 100. And Tony Pollard, all available. Uh, so considering that five picks away, Smizzle just grabbed uh, Rondell Moore of the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. You feeling all right about your draft? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you my take on this guy in a second. I did listen to the album. And uh, uh, before that, let me just say I've, uh, yeah, Ed, Dylan's definitely number one on the list right now. I'm going to put off, I'm going to hold off on getting Derek Carr, which could screw my entire draft up, but I'm, I'm only like seven picks out after that. Um, 
I decided, because I've been watching this Japanese show, I, I was interested to see if there were any Japanese country music stars, you know? Okay. And I'm having the hardest time. I found one artist. She was really big kind of in the Garth Brooks era. You know, uh, it, it, her, it, it was like Tony Yakamura. So I look her up, and, you know, it's a female, number one. And, uh, you know, I, gen- I generally prefer male country singers. Uh, but she covered a lot in, like, 90s and some Merle Haggard and stuff. It actually wasn't too bad. wasn't what I was looking for. But I only found there's, like, a handful of Japanese musicians who did country music, American-style country music. So really? If anybody knows any... Please get to me. I'm trying to research it, Prefer, preferably somebody I can find on, like, Spotify. Uh, there's just not a lot out there. But I got to think there's one or, you know, there's there's got to be, like, a great Japanese country music album. I did find some country music bars in Tokyo that I'm putting on the list. So next time I'm in Tokyo, I'm definitely going to go listen to some country music, you know, in a Japanese bar. Um, as far as this album goes, uh, Joshua Headley. You know, here's the thing. I, I put I put on his uh, best of his playlist, and he's one of these guys, very popular nowadays, where these musicians, they uh, <clears throat> they cover a genre of music. Oh, you know, you're still going to call it cover. Okay. Uh, no, 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 you're not listening. You're, you're already getting defensive. You know, listen to the, the whole deal here. A lot of musicians now are taking – concepts or sounds from specific periods, period pieces, really. They're doing period pieces instead of making new sounds and creating new styles of music. They're, they're, they're remaking music from past generations. This is happening with music. This is happening in video games. Mm. This is a very common trend of this generation where, where, you know, they're taking, you know, I could play right now a video game. I just bought, basically, there was a game in, in, that I used to play on Nintendo called Rad Racer. I basically bought an updated version of Rad Racer that's a brand new game that's designed to play and look exactly like the old Rad Racer with slightly better graphics and a smoother presentation because technology has changed. Well, that is what, that's what's happening in the rest of the world. And these musicians are doing these albums, you know? Mm-hmm. And so this, this Headley guy makes an album that sounds similar to, say, country music from 94. You know, uh, a lot of uh, piano, uh, there's a little bit of saxophone left from the 80s, uh, very upbeat, almost pop bubblegummy in in a sense. Um, You know, uh, the music feels good. It was a good time for music. You know, guys like, um, you know, uh, Mark Chestnut or, uh, uh, you know, uh, Colin Ray or, Mm -hmm. you know, Tim McGraw, even some George Strait always kind of had an 80s sound to it, but Garth Brooks. Uh, you know, Alan Jackson, the Brooks and Dunn's of the world, you know, that sound w- was, was permeated. So this Joshua Headley made an album in the stylings of, of that genre of music. And I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, again, you know, I, I run into the problem where I still like that music from that period. Why not just listen to that music as opposed to the new stuff that sounds like the old stuff. But, but uh, as far as the presentation goes, as far as far as music goes, I thought it was pretty damn good. I give it a thumbs up. Oh. I went back and listened to his album before that, and it was another fucking period piece yeah. album. Yeah, Mr. It, 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 Mr. It was, Jukebox there is what you're talking about. It, it was it was the sound of like 1960s country. Buck Owens, the George Jones, think um, you know a little bit of like the Everly Brothers. You know, if you want to kind of bring a rock and roll sound into it, you know, and it, it, it was like. Number one, I didn't I didn't appreciate that period of country music. 
that it was very produced. It was very studio, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, which which really defines country music most of its uh, iterations. But uh, I, I wasn't a particular fan uh, of the you know even the Lefty Frizzell. Like I like Lefty. Lefty's probably my favorite of that that area. Why does uh, my one camera flip it and the other one doesn't? Have you noticed? It says bears backwards on the one camera as opposed to the other. Have you noticed that? I don't know, Clark. I'm not an engineer. Okay. You know, I'm well, a, a, a barely functioning gambler. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds like it's not not the worst uh not the worst uh thing. Sounds like he did all right in your eyes. No, it was Be- okay. Better than the other thing that I that I played for you. I don't I don't know I don't know how uh how many times I'm gonna go back to it, which I think is a problem. Because again, like if I'm like, oh, I'm really in the mood to listen to some '90s country, I'm probably going to put on some Confederate Railroad or, uh, you know, some John Anderson, yep. and uh, you know, get my Dwight Yoakam, and, yep. and, and get my groove on through that music that that you know I grew up with and I have an emotional attachment to, right. instead of trying to establish an emotional ca- uh, attachment to new music that sounds like the old sure. music. Sure. I, I would rather explore Japanese country artists and things I've never heard of and hear sounds, you know, I very much appreciate Paul Simon because Paul Simon, the man, you know, he, he hears things. He goes to Africa and he hears a, and then he adds a whoop, 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 and then whoop, 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 and next thing you know, you get a fucking masterpiece, you know, you, you get, you get Graceland. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's what I'm looking for in a musician. Somebody, somebody who finds, who goes out and travels and cultivates new sounds, you know, the Captain Kirk of music, you know, Expects, you know expand new lives, and you boldly go where no musician has gone before. I don't mind going back and visiting Whoops. the past. Uh, I love the past. I listen to more old music than I do new, new music. But when when I hear the new guys, I, I tend to want to hear something different. Here, here's Hawker coming in. MX Hawker joining us again. Uh, I'd rather listen to metal. There's a there's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metal's great. Apparently, just not in a brewery. I know. Yeah, listen. If I if I'm you know if I get the creatine going and I go down to the the uh, 24 hour export down the street and I'm pumping some iron, you know, you, you you start cranking up some metal music, you know. Oh, listen, I played so, uh, I played high school football. You know, the gym was always blasting either uh, rap music or, or or metal. That that was the two options. Right. You know, you weren't exactly lifting weights because again, it was the mid 90s to John Anderson, Dwight Yoakam, or Confederate Railroad. So two different folks in our chat today. Uh, W. Wilson for life and MPAT 75 were both at Garth Brooks over at Notre Dame this last weekend. And if you recall, he did a show there once before where they recorded it for CBS and played it out uh, from Notre Dame. And it was like 45 degrees and raining and it was just horrible conditions. They were recording it. So, you know, and you know what it's like to be at a, a wrestling event while they're recording it. You know, you had to pause for the commercials. You had to, he had to restart songs, all different kinds of things. But what I was going to say is, Empat just said, if you're a country music fan at all, as he said earlier over at 670 on the, on the Twitch chat over there for 670, even if you aren't the biggest country fan, go see Garth. Yeah. And Yeah, Garth Brooks is a great show. I mean, the band was a showman. You know, he stole this act from uh, uh, Kiss, combined it with uh, the, the show of Chris Ledoux, and, uh, you know, he combined those two elements, 
you know, the rodeo rock star uh, vibe. And uh, it's a killer combination. It's a good show. And the guy is so full of shit. There's not a better salesman. This this man, if he was not making country music, should be selling uh, fiats. You I know, mean, I mean, the guy, the guy should be selling Tesla. He's a marketing a marketing genius. There's no doubt about it. Hell, Lauren and I even went out to Vegas and saw him there at the Wynn when he was doing his one-man show. It wasn't a concert. It was a one-man show where, sure, he played music, but a lot of it was him telling the story of his mom and his dad's music and everything. They, they ended up making that into a TV show as well. But uh, yeah. a great one-man show. Here's the thing. I hadn't told Lauren that that's what it was. She had thought that we were going to see him perform, you know, his his usual show, the one that we ended up sure. seeing a couple of years later, his first one back after his long retirement. When you grabbed those tickets so kindly uh, to grab us tickets to go see his first show back at the Allstate Arena in 2014. But um, hang on, I just spilled. God damn it! I've seen Garth Brooks two times, once Same. in his peak, once on his comeback, Same. both times. In the Rosemont Horizon. Same. I mean, that place is the mecca of music. Yeah. It's same. It's great. Uh, wait, hang on. So, Empat was at that one when it was cold, uh, and it snowed that uh, day. Crazy. Cloudy, 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 says every – he thinks every country music, uh, popular country music is a huckster. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, because they are all produced out of Nashville. Like, the, the Nashville machine, much like the Daily Machine, much like Chicago politicians – uh, it's a very real thing. It's a very systematic, corporate, you know, uh, fashion consultants down to songwriters. You know, uh, every element goes into making a radio star. Uh, you don't get a lot of self-made dudes. And if you're not part of that machine, good luck getting on the radio. So, you know, in a sense, you are compromising when you listen to country music to listening to a product of the Nashville machine. And, you know, there's guys who get out of that machine who make some great music. You know, you know, your Sturgill Simpson uh, is a good example of that. You know, all the way back to, you know, BR549 back in the day. Um, you know, there, there's always been alt-country, and there's always been guys who've worked within the system and out of the system, or guys bigger than the system, such as George Strait. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm just glad that uh, that your review wasn't, wasn't bad for uh, for that young Joshua Headley. I'm glad that came through. I'm very glad that it came through. <sighs> My friend, work. It's getting to the busy season now. People are touring. People are coming back in groups. All of the big groups are coming back. The uh, the future business leaders of America, they're taking their high school trips this year. They're coming on Segway tours. Different companies are coming on Segway tours. Every day, people are coming on Segway tours, all while we're changing software at my job. And uh, there's been a lot of work, but a lot of work is good work. So I'll take it. Good. good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Which um, means next week we will not be doing a show because you, you have a, a major tour you know, I don't know if the president is coming back or what, but. This just in. That tour? Yeah. Canceled. This just in. I made other plans. This just in. There was a tour. I could use the week off. 
Perfect. Uh, well, let's put it up in the air right now. Maybe there may be a show next week. There may not be. Uh, my plans aren't that hard. I just I need to run. I need to run to the bar to mount a new uh, screen. Oh yeah, I I say you know in the summer last year in the summer we we took the whole summer off, Al, um, and then we jumped back into it when football season started again because Bears and daily fantasy football, right? I don't right. think we need to take the whole summer off, but if we got to miss a week next week so a guy can catch up on sleep, so a guy can mount his television, mount his screen or what have you, I, I say a week off. I think the folks listening and watching, they could use a week, week off as well. That's just where I'm at on this. So we it sounds can do- like you want to, you know, your 17 uh, vacations over the course of the summer to Michigan and, and whatnot, and, you know, your spoon bands and what, you know, the whole you know, washboard bands and wherever you're listening to. The folks. Um, you know, uh, you, you're going to be taking a lot of time off. So, yes, let's take one off here. All right. Uh, if you know anybody who uh, who wants to be a tour guide and they're worth a darn, send them my way. Uh, we are currently hiring. And if, you, uh, if you're good with people, come give me a holler. Give me a Well, I guess holler. I'm out. What? I guess I'm out. Come on, let's go. Oh, yeah, Al, do you hang the – there's this one guy on Twitter that I follow a lot of, West Loop Tom. Not, not a fan of TVs that are hung up high that you have to look up at. So like my television – you got to look up. And apparently chiropractors tell you that you aren't supposed to be looking up to watch TV. But I, okay. I, either, I either lean back and lay back a lot or during a lot of sports, I'm standing and it's right there at eye level anyway. I get excited about sports. I'm standing watching it. So I think my TV is in a perfect spot. I'm going to be honest. Uh, West Loop Tom, anytime one's above a certain level, he's like the, he's the guy who says this is how it is. This is where your TVs go, and that's what that's what he's bringing up. Uh, mailman Jack, if you follow him on Twitter, he, he's an older fella. He's got vinyl. He's a mailman. He just announced last week that it's okay to to drink iced coffee now, and I hadn't thought of yeah. it yet. It was still raining, yeah. and I hadn't no, done an iced coffee yet. When when did iced coffee kick over? I'm sorry if I'm giving it all to Mailman Jack, but if you look at his profile. It even says he's the one. When did you kick over to iced coffee, Al? The first time we go over 60 degrees by, at, at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I, iced coffee becomes appropriate. You know, you, you may get the dips down, you know, like last week, but it's still okay to stick with the, with the iced coffee. Uh, I told my, my lady, uh, wonderful, the, the sweetest lady in the world, my uh, the, the, the Dunkin', Dunkin', the Dunkin moment, gal, yeah. you know, she she uh, lets me cut the line. She knows I don't do lines, so she she just cuts me in front of everybody else anytime I come in. But you know, and, and if she sees me pull up, she gets my coffee ready for me. Uh, absolute sweetheart. Um, when um, I told her. When did you become? Week, you know, when did you become a line jumping fella? I thought you were more about respect. Not with lines, no. <laughs> you know I have no patience. I don't do lines, brother. I would rather not do the business than the line. So really? I, in the oh, olden days, she would see me walk in and walk out. Now, so now she knows, like, hey, just you know, get give them his. Listen, people go to this Dunkin' Donuts and they think they're going into a fucking Manny's uh, a deli. You know what I mean? They're ordering croissants and sandwiches and 
donuts and ice cream. It's like, no, you get a coffee and you leave. Maybe a donut. Maybe two donuts. That's fine. There's well, a package for that. Good. They're trying to be Panera Bread. They've got avocado toast, ridiculous. Al. They've got ridiculous. avocado toast. Is that not ridiculous? But they don't have a kitchen. they got a toaster oven and, uh, you know, like a... Uh, well, uh, a George Foreman grill in the back. Al, That's all me, they're doing. Do you really need much of a kitchen for avocado toast? You just had a toaster oven. Boom, there's the toast. Well, you get an and industrial get... kitchen, so these things get, you know, there could be some speed to it. <laughs> you, put, you put a guy in the back to make the sandwiches. They got one lady, she's making coffee. She's getting donuts. She's scooping ice cream. She's cooking croissants. She's spreading avocado stuff. I mean, it's enough already, you know? This poor woman is stretched so thin. Yeah. That's why he's a saint. My gosh. So it's okay. The first day it hits 60 degrees is when it's okay to you, switch. Officially, you can officially switch to iced coffee and you can stay there. <laughs> if you go back to hot coffee, it's okay. okay. You can. But well, because you, you generally, because she makes my coffee ahead of time when she sees me, I got to let her know. I got to put the order in. You know, this guy on Twitter with his fucking vinyl and records, you know, he doesn't have that arrangement. So he can he just goes to the counter and decides. I actually have I think, to make a switch. I think he makes his own iced coffee. Oh, I'm iced coffee year round at home. Okay, year round. See, and here's here's the difference. Like last week, I did get an iced coffee while I was out at Dunkin' in the afternoon, um, and I used to go to the cold brew, but that's a bit stronger. Now I'm going back to the iced coffee because in the last six since December, I've cut back on my coffee. I was drinking like four and a half five cups a day. Now I'm down to two or less, and I usually get a half-calf. But now that it's iced coffee at Dunkin', I can have that because it's just not as strong as others. That's all I'm doing. And next time you find that, you know, you see this guy like this vinyl guy. Mailman uh, Jack? He's making these proclamations. He's invite of, him to the show. Send him a DM. You know what? I might. I might invite him. He's one of my he's he's one of my top follows. I, I would say. I'm I've good. been I've been thinking about asking the guy who jumps in the lake every day to come on the show. That'd be nice. I, you know, I'm I'm a little confused by the that whole process. Man, do you remember that Great Lake jumper was like, it was ten degrees out. The lake had thrown frozen over, and he's out there just beating it with a shovel just to create a little hole for him to just like jump. Yeah, man. You can get Dude, hurt. The frogmen are serious, like. You know, you know, when I used to bicycle, when I was about 60 pounds lighter, you know, three years ago, I used to I used to ride the lakefront at about 3, 4 in the morning. Lakefront was technically closed, you know, but the cops would re- leave you alone. I, I dressed like a, like I was the Unabomber, so okay. no one messed with me. You know, there's some gangbangers out there and whatnot. But I, w- I, would, ride my ba- I would ride my bike down to uh, Navy Pier, from Belmont to Navy Pier, and then I would ride it home to Albany Park, and... Uh, you would get down to like uh, I think it's North Avenue Beach right before it turns off to start going to Navy Fair. Yeah. And uh, North Avenue Beach, you would be riding your bicycle, and all of a sudden some asshole starts climbing up, you know, the ladder, scaring the shit out of you. No Because there's people in there about three, four in the morning doing their, their laps. Wow. Yeah. Dark water scares me. You know, the lake, when, especially on like a wavy night, I ride my there bike and I stop. Late night. Swimming? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, it's a Fuck thing, man. Fuck that. There's shit going no on. Way. I got Mike Batman out there in the, in the summer on the bicycle. I don't know. I see everything. If you've been biking since they finished the flyover down there, uh, you know, the last couple of years before no. my last tour company closed down, we started giving bike tours. And I got to see them finish that. The flyover at Navy Pier that gets you south now. 
solid stuff, Al. You no longer have to have to ride under. Yeah, it got dangerous. Under, yeah, it was fucking ridiculous having to go under there. Um, they're also trying to work on uh, fixing a crosswalk at Belbo and Lakeshore now, and that's somewhere where we cross a lot on our Segway tours. But cars during rush hour are blowing that stop sign all the time. Somebody was killed about a month ago there. They're they're working on it. They're they're trying to make it better. There've been some, uh, you know, uh, it, it, what do you call those? Those plastic sticks have been put up to block off one barriers. of the areas. Yeah, but they're not barriers. They'll get run over too. But they're at least making some efforts to stop it. People don't people don't stop at stop signs, Al, in cars. It's not a thing in this city. In my neighborhood, nobody's stopping at stop signs. The other day, I was crossing with my two children. I look, I see somebody coming across the crosswalk, and I, they're going at a speed that I know they're not planning on stopping. So I send my children through this, cross, this side of the crosswalk, and I just stop in the middle and stare at the driver. And the driver, who didn't stop, drove around me while raising her hands. Like, what the hell? You're the one who's not stopping while I'm crossing the fucking crosswalk with my children. Yeah. Piss off. Well, okay. With, yeah, with kids, it's different. Because I don't, I don't respect crosswalks and people. Uh, but if there's children's or dogs involved, I do. I know. thought, hang I on, think, Al. Al, I thought you were a man of the Constitution and a man of the I law. Am. You follow I the am. law. And at a crosswalk, what is the law, Al Larcher? I'm an outlaw, Clark. Everyone knows that. <laughs> God damn it. You write your own damn rules. The hell with it. Oh, you son of a bitch. I, listen, when I'm walking, okay, I take notice of the situation, of whose turn it is in the in the in the, uh, the, the, the right of way. You know, I see these things, and if if I'm about to cross the street and it's the dude's turn, or, or the lady's turn, who's about to go, who has the right of way, I'm gonna stop and let them go. I I put enough thought into this. These people today, all they do is they walk around like this, Clark. They just walk around staring at their fucking phones. The phone thing is, it is bothersome. I, you know I'll I give do? you I that. Get as close as, I get as close as I can to those people, and I honk on the horn. Somebody Scare the shit. I hope they drop the phone. One day, I was at a stoplight. And oh, there, I got to fight at McDonald's. And there was a guy in a car. There was a guy in a truck behind me. And I wasn't yeah. looking at my phone. I was trying to change the damn clock on the radio, is what I was doing. Trying to change it. It was an hour ahead or an hour behind, whatever it was at the time. The son of a bitch. Pulled up and tapped my my back fender, and I wasn't in any mood to get in a, into confrontation at the time. But he hit my back fender. I was like, "Are you shitting me, pal?" And then he passed me and, and he took off. That that was my story. That was it. He 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 hit me. I I could have called the police on this, Al. I was okay though. I survived. Anyway, nice. Stay out of the crosswalk when I'm walking with my kids. I and I'm, I'm staring at people. I'm going to be the guy who's going to start going uh, Facebook Live, or I'll create create a, a new Twitter profile, as you know I do a lot. Yeah. That's called catching people not. It's going to be like people who don't stop, and I'm just going to show it. And there you go. There you go. I'm just going to show them. I you will really say, are the fucking the, the, the annoying neighbor peeking out the window. You know, in everyone's business, telling are, everybody what they should be doing. Well, I mean, you are such a cranky, uh, you know, melt content. I, I'm uh, sorry that I cherish children's lives. I'm sorry that I uh, ask people to stop yeah. at fucking stop signs 
in a residential neighborhood and don't use our fucking streets as a shortcut because you think Cicero's too damn busy. If you're going to use well, it as short call, car, if you're going to use it as shortcut, follow the rules. Follow the damn rules. Should... 30 mile an hour, and you stop before the crosswalk. Full stop. The car needs to stop. It needs to rock back. Then you can go. No, that is a no. stop. Read the rules of the road, my friend. Depending Read the, the rules, rules of the road. Depending where the people are walking. If they're right at the curb or if they're like a couple steps in and I can get past them without disrupting their stroll. Okay? That's where I draw the line. If I have to disrupt the person's stroll, then I'm in the wrong. If I can make my maneuver without disrupting the stroll, I'm taking it. Okay. So you get the light, the crosswalk turns, the people start walking, but you can turn ahead of them. And their stroll, you will not impede yeah. their stroll. You yeah, can make that I'm turn. Doing it. doing it. That's a city move that I appreciate. I'm okay with that. However, if you well, see a kid on a scooter, watch out for that. Because that, but, but not you in that move. That's not the move. I'm talking about people at stop signs in this residential neighborhood that are not stopping at all at stop signs. This is you after you waited with kindly at a red light. Present. This is when you waited kindly at a red light. Yes, with people present. I'm there. I see it. I'm fucking present. In the cross, where are you? I am on like the sidewalk near. I'm on the sidewalk near the crosswalk. Maybe I'm standing right at the edge of the crosswalk with my phone recording you recording you and if i'm standing okay, in that well, crosswalk so recording you the, you can't fucking go around me bullshit i'm in the crosswalk this is my crosswalk this is i the am crosswalk. the pedestrian okay. i am the pedestrian has the right away over the bicycles the pedestrian has the right away over oh, what are you doing over there don't wait what are you trying to show me no show me show show if those crosswalk if this is the crosswalk okay this is the center right this is like where are you are you are you here are you here are you here where are you at? If my here, feet are in the crosswalk, if I'm my going. kids are on their scooters, you kids gotta wait. Friend again. If it's you with the stupid mustache and the Korean dictator haircut, I mean, I'm going. If you got the kids, I understand that's a totally different subject. You know, you got you got to be. I don't know why you, you don't see know. It like I'm it. a defensive driver. You don't know what's in the kid's mind. You know, they could just take off at any second. So you got to be careful. Absolutely. So I'm with you with the kids. My my but daughter. You're sitting there, you know, with your phone up, taking, taking, uh, you know, pictures with your little uh, idiot box. How about you know, this? Then, I'm bored, man. Hazel's on my shoulders. Hazel's oh, on my shoulders. And I'm, and I'm recording, and I'm recording. And I'm wearing, I'm not holding it up because that'd be dangerous. I'm wearing a GoPro across yeah. my chest. Yeah. And it's okay, recording. Well, if, if the kid is not of their own free will, I'm not concerned about the kid anymore because you're in control of the kid's movement. Okay, so, so I'm not, kids are – I'm not going to focus on that. And then I'm going to factor in. I'm going to see you with the, with the kid on your shoulders. I'm going to go, this guy's in his 40s. He's a little overweight. You know, he's going to be slow. So, and now he's got a kid on his shoulder. The, the action's going to be even slower. I'm not waiting – for this guy to finish recording, because I don't know what he's doing with that stupid fucking GoPro. And I'm not going to wait for you to walk across the street. It's too slow. I'm going to know that I am going to go ahead and I'm going to drive through and I'm going to be able to make my movement without impeding your movement. Therefore, I have the right of way. Okay. I'm yelling at clouds. Clark's fucking smoking clouds over here. I'm not smoking any clouds. I have no clouds to smoke. I'm not a I'm not a cloud smoker. You are a little bit on your soapbox. I'll say that. How am I on 
on the soapbox when you're the one with the camera. You're the one holding the camera. I, I am kindly, I am kindly asking people to follow the rules of the road and and, oh, and 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 not and not hurt me and not hurt my children. I'm not a guy on his. Well, a lot of times I am a guy on a cell phone walking. Yeah, but I'm trying to do Wordle walking my walking home from dropping my kids off across in the streets. Which today Wordle Al. Today, you got it in three. Congratulations. And, man, I went to go do it, and I was fucked after my second guess. And I'm like, Al's got me today. I was so mad. After yesterday, I knew. I knew that when I got it, there was no chance that you were going to do better than me, and it felt good. I got it in two well, yesterday. Here, here, here's, here's a spoiler. Don't look if you haven't done your Wordle today. But, I mean, that was mine. Yeah, you did it in three. You did it in three. Right. That was good. That was good. Yesterday, is I, I found out, we found out later today, or today, I found out that yesterday is there was a little bit of controversy. Oh, Clark's over here being uh, 866 Crossing Kids. What? What are you talking about? You're doing 8664 Crossing Kids. It's your new PSA. Are you thinking 1877 don't Crossing blow the crosswalk kids. and hit my kid? One eight seven seven, don't hit my kid. One eight seven seven, don't hit my kid. Donate your car to somebody else so you're not driving <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I'll say. Let's save the children, Al. Let's save the children. Um, but here's here's mine from yesterday, Al. Uh, there it was. Well, you ignored you ignored mine, so I'm gonna. No, you got backwards, you got yours in three. It was great. It was great. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you can't read it anyway. I can't see it. Uh, it was it was it. shine, but some of the people they had changed it. Apparently, the word was originally fetus, and they decided they needed to change that for some reason or another, but the way the system's set up currently, it won't change for everyone. So it wasn't a time of when they changed the word from fetus to shine. It was just a matter of some people's phones got the change. Some people's phones didn't get it. Some people didn't get it. That was all. Go get your shine box, Clark. Oh, uh, you know what? I had the perfect one. W. Wilson for life. Just It should have been, don't hit my kids today. Instead of whatever I said, I was wrong. I don't know. Uh, there you go. Well, Donate like you, your you, kid you write today. Ahead of time. Donate you a kid today? with Mr. Wilson. I might. I don't know. I just might. <sighs> it's been a good show. We should do a draft. So there may or may not be a show next week, right? Right. Okay. Have you finished the episode or the uh that show uh it's on hbo go uh that the the vice tokyo vice did you are are you as far as you can get on it yes i finished season one that's all there is to season one that's Um, great again highly recommend it i have a question watching watching a lot of three's company what are we going to do about netflix I don't know because the blog talk radio bill is ridiculous. It's like 80, 80 damn dollars a month now. Yeah, and the restreams only. I think I'm only paying twenty. Huh. We well, we got to figure out Netflix. With the, you know, they've announced it. I don't know. We won't be able to share anymore. 
They're not going to do that. Bullshit. They can't because they don't have a product anymore. Their product has gone down. While other ones yeah. like your HBO Go is kind of firing. Apple TV, I hear, is doing pretty damn well. Like right now, Netflix, I mean, shit, they lost The Office a while back. They, uh, the, the, the content that they're creating, they'll get a good show going, and then they'll cancel it because they can't afford to keep it going. I don't know. Do we let that go? We'll talk. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I use, I do use Netflix. I mean, I am watching Seinfeld, but I imagine I could just get that elsewhere. You know, maybe uh, it Plex. I've been using Plex a lot more. I'm getting more comfortable using Plex. I'm saying if you let Netflix go, yeah, they say they are going to charge for password sharing soon. If you let that go, I'd still keep the. Uh, the paid-for Peacock, although there's fucking commercials all over that thing, too. Don't let them fool you. I don't know. All right. And HBO here, Go. Here, you, want to, you want to do a draft? What? Uh-oh. What's type the draft? In, type, in, type in your Google 70s TV sitcoms and find the IMDb list, the 25 greatest sitcoms. I, can, I guess I can just send a link, right? I think it's easier. Yeah, but it, where are you sending it? Like, well, for the thing, the private chat, man. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, yeah, that'll work. Yep, that'll do. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a private one here. Paramount Plus, somebody says, uh, MX Hawker says, Paramount Plus is mind. a must for Star Trek. Cloudy Cloud Cloud says, see yeah. you later, Netflix. Net, net, flux, net, net, Fox? No, see you later, Netflix. Get fucked, is what he says. Have you watched any of the uh, Picard? I'm mainly talking to Hawker. I know you haven't. Picard is pretty good. The I did, Star Trek cartoon is decent. I did a lot um, of new Star Trek. I did a lot of Next Generation, so I think I'd like Picard. Oh, no, I'm uh, an OG man. So do you like Picard? It's okay. Did you Go ever watch Shakespeare for me? Did you ever watch the Star Trek with Doctor Samuel Beckett? Yes, the Enterprise. It's I didn't. Okay. I didn't catch it. Um, oh. We're going to have to discuss if the if the reboot. You were the I think you broke the news to me that the reboot was happening. And you know, they've been talking about it for 20 years, Quantum Leap coming back. Yeah. Anyway. But now Fred Fred Savage, you know, uh uh may have threw the whole thing off. You know, they might just be done with those uh canceling those shows no. now that, that these that's, maniacs. That's you know, not going to do it. Cosby, Fred Savage. That's not going to do it. All right. Are we going to do a draft of 70s TV shows? Yeah, I think so. All right. Should we accept callers? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to join in on the 70s TV show draft, light up the line. We will get to everybody now, or as as many as we can. But every round, if if there's somebody there listening, we'll go to somebody. And I'm actually going to keep track of it this time. All right. Who's going first? Yeah, now we do want now we do want callers, Cloudy Cloud Cloud. Absolutely. Wait. How many rounds? Did you three. No, no. five. Five rounds. You make it interesting. Five man. rounds. Seven. Seven rounds. Last week we did almost have a beer draft. Maybe we'll do a beer draft another time. Al's not a beer guy though. So I mean what? Are we gonna no. are we gonna keep one of the hosts out of this? Like that's the issue here. Like all right. Beer. So yeah, we need drafted beer. Beer is already draft. 
All right. Al, are you going to go first? It's up to you. Um, pick, pick even or odd. Well, wouldn't odd go second? No, just, number two? just say, Clark, God damn it. Here, all right. Trust me. No, even no, no, I'm not going to let you. No. No, no. listen. Siri is going to do it. Just Okay. No, Clark, even or odd? Odd. Siri, give me a random number, one through 100. Hey, Siri, give me a this random is... number, one through 10. A random number between one and Penny four. Four. So even wins. So you get to go wherever you want to go. You want to go first, I'll second, go or first. third. 760-454-8834. It might just be you and I, because the lines aren't exactly lighting up. Well, people can chime in, you know, give advice. Um, okay. I'm going to take uh, all in the family. The consensus number one, I think. I mean, it's listed as number one on the on the list. So, yeah, I I guess that's pretty good. So, Al in the family gets number one. Man, my now does would that seventy show count? No. In the two hole, I'm going to go with Mash. Oh, brother, good, good. Thank you. That boring. You got something. It's basically the baseball of uh, wait of television. Hang on. Why, wait. Why is there an echo? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Do you have any idea why there's an echo? I have no echo. I have no echo. Did you did you just turn something on over there on your end? Oh, you know what? I, I hit a number you know and it does correlate. Thank you, Clark. All right. There we go. Uh, they're they're in on this. Some are not happy with my uh, with my choice there. Terrible. Others are. Others are happy there. I mean, how many people watch the final Elizabeth. episode of that show? Elizabeth, I'm taking number two, Sanford and Son. Sanford I and Son. I got Grady. I got I got I got Grady. I got. Uh, uh, Lamont, I got uh, you know Sanford and Son. I got uh, I got I got the shop. This is great. All right, hang on. All right, then uh, how many rounds are we going? Seven. Seven rounds. That's a that's a lot. That's a whole yeah. lot. Seventies. Hang on. I'm I'm trying to. Hang on. I will give me a second here, Al. While I'm coming up with I'm a graphic. Gonna, while you're doing that, let me. I'm going to read IMDb's top 25. No, wait. All in the Family, oh. Mash, The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, The Brady Bunch, Sanford and Son, Three's Company, Maud, Good Times, The Jefferson, Welcome Back, Cotter, The Bob Newhart Show, The Partridge Family, Taxi, Barney Miller, WKRP in Cincinnati, Mork and Mindy, What's Happening, One Day at a Time, Alice. Chico and the Man, Soap, Rhonda, and the Odd Couple. All right, so you could go off the list if needed, but that's I'm up now. I'm up now with my second pick in the second round of the 1970s sitcom draft. I am going to go with These Days Are Yours and Mine. These Happy Days Are oh, Yours so and Mine. Happy Days. So boring. Thank you, Clark, because that opens me up. Because uh, come and knock on my door. Ooh. We've been waiting for you. Is that is that under? Wait, is that there? That's a, that's a that's a oh seventy six. You son of a bitch. Three's company, baby. Dude, that was that was my. 
I watched that show. I still remember seeing new episodes of that. How long did that thing run? Till 84. Maybe I don't remember. 84. Maybe I don't remember seeing Three's Company. Uh, it's probably syndication. That's a good one. Three's Company is a good one. Um, then my next choice is going to have to be. It's Mork and Mindy. Okay, that's a little. It's a deep reach. I respect it. I respect it more than most of your picks. But uh, I mean, you're 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 reaching deep into the draft there. That that was uh, the consensus right now, according to uh, IMDb. That was the 18th, uh, you know, overall pick. You're taking it in the uh, the five spot. It was a reach. Uh, it's a reach. It's a reach. Uh, I mean, that just gives me even more uh, uh, equity, draft equity here, as I take the Jeffersons, because I am moving on up, Clark, to the east side, to my deluxe attic in the sky. I'm more familiar with with Sherman Helmsley. Helmsley? Sherman Helmsley? TV show Amen of my day. Amen. Like, I was a big one. I loved Amen. I don't know. People are liking they're they're liking my draft over here. I've got a couple ones that get right at the heartstrings. Might not be number one on IMDb. Might not be, but they're all right there. Let's see here. My TV show. My next one that I'm going to go with is uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. funny because like all the shows you, uh, you you're picking are the shows like when they would come out in syndication i would leave the room i, I would i would be so this is actually working out really well for me because i think i'm getting everything i want and i mean you seemingly are getting yours and the listeners are going to decide and maybe they're going to agree with you uh you know but uh, i'm definitely uh enjoying my picks i think i think i'm running away with this like, to be perfectly honest. i i'm uh, positive that i'm running away with it I'm going to take just as a good heritage show, you know, a good foundation with a lot of stars, a lot of star power. It wasn't a show that I was all that into, uh, but I think I think the value at the draft position and uh, the success of the program, I have to go with Judd Hirsch, I have to go with Danny DeVito, and I have to go to Taxi. I, I must tell you that I already picked Taxi. Oh, no. No, I oh, didn't. Yeah. Holy, I shit. You, holy shit. You're trying to scam you know, I, I know how you are with your elections in Chicago here. You, you're taking multiple votes. But I have a list going, and you absolutely did not take taxi. So, I'm fine. I'm all right. That's an error. That is a grave error, and I don't know if I can come back from this. Where are we? I got, I got the last pick. It's the eighth pick. No, no, we're going seven rounds. I've got so the last pick of the more. fifth round coming up here. Yeah. No, SNL wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be a sitcom. No, no, that that's a variety show. Uh, totally different. Wouldn't count it. I don't know if I can come back from this, but I'm going to do what I can. Um. I got. I mean, I got the Norman Lear list going, basically. You know. I'm going to go with Good Times. 
All right. I thought, you know, I didn't think you were well-versed in, in your black comedies, uh, but, you know, you go good times there. I uh, thought I had Taxi already. Fine. I would have never taken Mary Tyler Moore over Taxi. I that's don't know why. I, I grabbed Happy Days, and it was Mork and Mindy because I thought I'd be able to get Taxi later, and then I forgot. I fucked this up, but go ahead. I'm, I think I'm going to be able to get my last draft pick of, of the show, one of my favorite shows, that I think is, is fallen. I don't think you're going to go for it. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a standard here. I'm going to take one of my favorites, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, you know, Dr. Johnny fever, the Venus fly trap, uh, less the, the turkeys from the, the, the helicopter, you know, a, a great, great programming. WKRP in Cincinnati is the ninth overall pick. Okay. All right. Let me see here. That's a great pick. WKRP in Cincinnati is what you went with. One of your favorite shows. Hmm. WKRP in Cincinnati is where you went. I think then that I'm going to have to go with um, one of my all-time favorites. Maybe not my all-time favorites, but... Barney Miller is one of the shows that I really liked a lot. I'm uh, going with Barney Miller. Right. Huh? That seems about right. And I think the steal of the draft, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a po- as popular of a show. Um, I liked it a lot better than the Good Times, which is is higher valued, higher rating, seven point four stars. Oh, I know Good where Times, you're going. Jesus, this this is what but I want. Personally, I liked what's happening. Uh, only got seven Fuck. stars. Rerun. But, you know, rerun. Raj. God me down at the diner. It. Shirley Hemphill. I watched that show all the time. I watched That's what's happening all the time. Basketball down the street. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, what's happening? My final pick. Clearly win this draft. No, Go it's ahead, not Mark. over. It's not over yet. It's not over till it's over, my friend. Damn it! I thought Barney Miller is where you were going. I was gonna—I was trying to steal your pick, and I overthought Barney it. Barney Miller? I don't even think I've ever seen an episode of well, Barney Miller. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's what caught me. Why I really thought it might have been, um, because uh, the captain of the NYPD 12th Precinct and his staff yes. handle various local troubles. You're you're a cop show guy. You you got You got to see where my brain was going there with that. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm I'm more um, cop drama shows. Abe Vigoda, great actor. The man masturbated right to the end. I don't know if you ever saw that uh, interview late in life, you know, where he's, they ask him, like, what's the secret of life? And he's like, uh, masturbation. Okay. You know, so Abe Vigoda, marching, marching the, uh, the one-eyed Willie late into life. Respect that. Jack So, you know, um, the, the Asian cop, I always, he would catch my eye as I flipped through the channels. But I, I actually, I don't think I ever saw it, seen a full episode of uh, Barney Miller. Um, one I probably should check out because you're right. I do like my cop shows. So. And I still want to. I, I've got two left that I want to go with here, but I'm just going to have to stick more. with one. When it comes down to a an institution, um, when it comes yeah, down some to classics still out there. What's that? There are some classics still out there. Laverne and Shirley. Um, I here's where annoyed me. The the Brady Bunch is still on the board. There's uh, there are people that I didn't know were Chicagoans. I didn't know they were Chicago people 
And hell, they have their own statues sometimes, and I didn't even know it. So I am, of course, going to go with this staple here, one of the greatest comedians and storytellers of our time. But the Bob Newhart Show is where I'm going with this. Bob Newhart. So there's our draft, folks. I will, uh, Al, why don't you read off your draft, and then uh, then I'll, uh, I'll read off mine. We, we should put these to some kind of vote on the Internet. Um, what was your Bob Newhart was your final? Yep. All right. I have uh, All in the Family, Sanford and Son, Three's Company, The Jeffersons, Taxi, WKRP in Cincinnati, and What's Happening. All right. And I have MASH, Happy Days, Mork and Mindy, Mary Tyler Moore Show, Good Times, The Barney Miller Show, and The Bob Newhart Show. See, I think your mom would really enjoy your lineup. Why? Because it's a lot of shows that you don't have to have eyesight to enjoy? No, I mean, most shows in the uh, the uh, the 80s um, in the seventies, they you didn't need eyesight to enjoy. So okay. I mean I think that's true of most seventies shows. But uh I just I feel like yours pulls to an older demographic. Uh Mork and Mindy, well, starring the great uh and wonderful uh Robin Williams. And I'm trying to think of the old guy. I always enjoyed the old guy on that show. Um it really wasn't that good of a program, you know. Uh you know, it didn't sustain for as long. Uh, but uh, so you reached there. If that was like your seventh or eighth round pick, I think that, or your sixth or seventh round pick, I think that would have been a good Jesus. pick. Outside of that, like, I find MASH to be boring. Uh, just never got into it. I'm not, I'm not into war stuff. I don't, think Golden, I don't think Golden Girls was a 70s show, by the way. I think that came out in the 80s, but yeah. go ahead. I, w- I would guess 80s. Wait, what's wrong with Happy Days? It's just boring. It's just really boring. You know, uh, they they would I don't know what was going on. They were tough guys, but no one ever really fought. Patsy was sitting on things. Like I just didn't enjoy it. Every time it was on, I'd be Ridiculous. like, oh, they, well, at least they got a guy named Al on the show. Ridiculous. But he wasn't it was in great. all the episodes. Yeah, I just I, it was, it's like the Brady Bunch to me. It's you a know, great the Brady show. Bunch flaring a mission. Nobody drafted the Brady Bunch. No, they didn't the get a draft. A lot of value, but I get it because you know what? It I'm wasn't. Not, a- I don't want to, watch the Brady. Yeah, it wasn't a good TV show. I did watch quite a bit of it because it was on and rerun all the time. But yeah, looking back on it, it just, it doesn't, and maybe the movies helped ruin that for me. I don't know. I I saw one of the movies, you know, that were parodies of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, the happy days kind of falls in the same realm for me. Mary Tyler Moore. I just never, I never, I never got Um, good times. Good show. It's a good show I watch. I think you got good value there. I think that's the best pick in the draft for you. Uh, then finally, you Miller and Bob Newhart. Like, I'm sure your dad enjoyed those programs. I think my dad enjoyed those programs. Uh, uh, but but uh, I'm not watching them. I mean, you can't, so, you can't really watch them. I clearly won this draft. I, I think it, it's, up for, it's up for debate. Uh, I'm really proud of my, of, of my number one, MASH. I'm, I'm a little surprised. That it uh that it's not in the one hole on IMDb to be honest. Sure, all in the family's great, but still I'm a little bit a little bit surprised there. Mork and Mindy, come on, man. Great show, not just because of Robin Williams. Uh Mary Tyler Moore show, didn't see much of it. 
because it was up there high. Didn't didn't have a big opinion on it. Good times, you're right. I got that one right. Barney Miller, underrated. Underrated cop show. I will say I'm looking at the star ratings, and Barney Miller has the highest star rating for draft position uh, with an 8.3 star rating, you know, where, such as a uh, Mork and Mindy as a 7.1. Even, even your top shows, like uh, All in the Family, had an 8.4, Mashed with an 8.4, Happy Days 7.4, Sanford and Son 7.9. So you got a good value there. So a show I haven't watched, one I'm definitely going to have to check out. Um, I, I, I am going to say that that is a really good pick for you. Though. I will say this, that when I was in, in college, uh, community college, of course, I, uh, I was in The Odd Couple, and I watched a lot of it around that time, a lot of the TV show. I watched some different movies. I studied it myself, trying to figure this role out for myself. Um, you know, there's Felix Unger, and there's uh, Oscar Madison. Y'all may – it may be surprising who I played – you might be surprised, um, but I was cast as Oscar Madison, and uh, in that in that show, um, what's that? Was he the slob? No, yeah, of course the sports ride the sports riding slob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Uh, and that show, of course, ran from 1970 to 75 with uh, Tony Randall and Jack Klugman in the uh, in the roles from the original TV show. I almost went that route, but yeah, it was sitting out there for me too because I definitely aware of it. I can't say I watched a lot of it, uh, but, but I know it's a classic program. Uh, 7.9 star ratings. It definitely got the, uh, the, the fan favorite. It also uh, ran for five seasons. You know, it's funny. Uh, have a good night, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Wilson, as always. Um, in our relationship, in the Larcher and Lawrence show, I'm probably more the Oscar you know, you're Felix out there with your little clock, you know, taking pictures of people going through the drive, mm-hmm. uh, the, mm-hmm. the crossway. Yep. Your place is much cleaner than mine. I mean, obviously. And uh, you're a little more Kemp than I with your dictator, Korean dictator haircut and uh, I, mustache. I've got an update for you, Al. I, uh, I was thinking of, like, what's his name was a good, was a good uh, cook uh, Felix was in the show? Um, Cal. I uh, I cooked a little of the uh, of the rib steaks the other day, the ribeye. Ooh, very nice. And you're right. You just follow the internet. A little bit of medium heat on that grill. About six minutes on each side. Throw in a meat thermometer. But of course, my meat thermometer that I have, you know, it has those two different tines that stick out that you got to plug into the thing, and then you put it in. It takes forever. It's really fancy and big. You told me I was making a mistake. My wife told me I was making a mistake. This morning, I ordered a regular meat thermometer that you, you just, that you just stick in and, and roll with. But I realize I'm not that scared of making steaks anymore. Like it, you just, you, yeah, it's, it's not, not as hard, hard as I thought it was. No. I was able to make a medium rare and a medium, and that's what I was going for. And I got there. It was great. I may need to... Uh, to give a hand here uh, sooner rather than later. There appears to be two children up there that aren't doing so great. Oh, there it is. Hawker's scared of uh, expensive cuts. Yeah, I'm pretty intimidated. I'm pretty concerned about expensive cuts too right now. Although I feel like my farm fresh, my quarter cow that I got from the sister's farm, 
great meets, Al. Um, Look, maybe that next, I mean, uh, maybe that Revolution pay per view. I think it's on a Sunday. The next one, maybe. The the general, the, the most like expensive cut you generally could get is the tomahawk, and the tomahawk is so thick you really can't fuck it up. You know, um, if, you, if you do a strip, I mean, it's just following the time. You shouldn't be scared of an expensive cut whatsoever. I didn't. I did a strip. I did a strip. Um, I'm eating too much red meat. Uh, Never. You get the gout going to Soldier Field. You don't have to worry about it. Do you think? Do you think that happened? That's because of too much red meat. Probably. I think I was. It was when I was trying to do like the keto. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. (sighs) <sighs> what else you got, my friend, on this Tuesday night? We may or may not be on next week. Yeah. Let's see. We got we got the Japanese country music. Oh, McDonald's. We got to fight at the drive-thru the other oh, day. Oh, no. How, how did that go? So I, I, I get to come into work a little later on Saturdays. So generally speaking, I like to leave my usual time. And then I go to Byron's and I get a hot dog because you can't find hot dog stands anymore because, you know, the city has been – and I love tacos. Don't get me wrong. I Every Saturday night, I stop at the same taco place. I get three El stores. I walk in just like Dunkin' Donuts. She knows exactly what I want. They start cooking them as soon as I walk what, in the door. Did you try to order a taco at the McDonald's drive through No, no, no. I'm just saying it's harder to find hot dog stands these days. Oh, okay. Not, every, I mean, it's all tacos now, which is, you know, great. But yeah. I miss, I miss There's a lot of great tacos in this. There's really good tacos in the town, you're right. But you miss your you miss your hot dog joint. I miss my Italian beefs and hot dogs. So I've been was going this, to this was this after work? Huh? You went to this is a McDonald's after work? This is before work. This is before Saturday night. I generally just want to mellow. So I stopped at Byron's because they got the Green River on tap and I like a good Green River with a hot dog. But then I realized their hot dog logo was like the Obama presidency logo and i started thinking like when it comes to businesses i don't want to know their politics i don't Mm -hmm. give a shit i don't want to see i don't want to walk in and see a big trump poster i don't i don't want to walk in and see uh, joe biden i don't want anything to do with your politics when i'm buying my meats okay i I just i I, i'm a cardboard cutout of lori there as you're walking in i'm I'm an agnostic to the to to politics with business so i walk in and I, I started. I'm going to this Byron's, and I realize that their the, the logo is the same, and their hot dog thing is the Obama presidency logo. And then I finally ate inside because last time it was so nice, I ate outside. And uh, I go inside, and, and there's just you know they I mean, they're at the White House. I mean, they're very involved with the politics. So and he's from I, I Chicago. Gonna, I was going to go there anyways, but he's a Chicago. Hesitant. I'm, I'm thinking about finding another hot dog stand that's uh, politically agnostic. And um, you go to Mar Largo, yeah. you're going to have Trump stuff like he's from Chicago. I hope not. I'm, I'm not easy at those places. So I end up leaving a little late. So I'm going through the, the drive through and I stop. I you always stop at a different Dunkin Donuts or, where they have the drive through because it's on, uh, it's on the road. It's on Lawrence where Byron's is. So I go there and there's line out. The, there's a parking lot, the line out the door in cars. No one's inside. So I, I park the car, I run inside, and they still make me wait a minute. I, I puff and puff, uh, I get my coffee, get in my car. Now I only have 10 minutes to get to work. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, all I have time to do is, is, is 10 minutes according to Waze 
uh, you know, a free time of a buffer. So I'm like, I, I have to go to McDonald's. It's the only thing on the way. I get in the drive-thru. It's a little busy, but I know I'm going to get out of there in 10 minutes. I place my order. I'm next in line. The guy starts arguing with the lady in the window. And next oh, thing you no. know, I see him turn his car off. So now I'm like, what the hell is going on? I see them going. Now we're like eight minutes into the deal. I start laying on the horn. Well, you know? he wants he wants to save gas while he's having this argument, hey? There's some kind of protest going on here. I start laying on the horn. I realize I'm not helping the situation. I'm probably just annoying the people working. This guy is not moving. So I get out of my – so I, I pull out of line, and I block him. You know, I get in front of him. I get out of my car. I get up to the, the window. I lean in the window, and I'm like, look, I know you have some situation going on with this guy right here. You know, I, I know he's being an asshole. And he's being a child. And instead of just going inside and, and discussing the situation with you, he's making everyone behind him wait. So if you please just hand me my food, I'll be on my way. The guy turns to me and goes, this isn't about you. I go, no. The second you turn your car off and you make it everybody in this long line wait, it became about me. I go, are you always this selfish in life? I go, is this the way you treat others and humanity? All you needed to do was pull around, park your car, go inside, and deal with the situation. Write them in Yelp about it if you got a problem with them. But don't make other people wait. And he's like, well. That's right. You know. I'm with you. It's their fault, not mine. And I'm like, well, you know something? You're making it my problem. And I, I don't appreciate this. So I'm like, can I just please get my stuff? So the people are like, who are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm the guy who was behind him. Here's my order. They hand it to me. They come back and they hand him a refund of something. And they're like, sir, you can leave now. And the guy goes, I can't leave. This guy is blocking me. And I go, I look at him and I smile and I go, now you get it. Now you yes. understand how I feel yes. that you're being blocked. He goes, well, I have all day. I go, well, very good for you, sir. Have a nice day. I'm, I could sit here and be an asshole and leave my car here and make you wait. But I understand there's people behind you who have nothing to do with this situation who just wanted to get their damn food and go on. So I'm not going to make a scene. I'm going to pull away. But you, sir, are an asshole. And I got in my car, and now I'm mad. So I just hate ate my fries and burger. It was done in like two minutes. And, uh, yeah, the whole thing, I went into work upset, unhappy, angry. It was just snowballed from there. I think you should have been – you should have had a sense of comfort in that, knowing that you you were correct, and he was he was hurting everybody else. Like and now Hawker's calling me a Karen. I was he was the Karen. No, I, th- I think I think maybe he's Karen. calling. I think Hawker is calling the other person. I think I think they're calling the other person the the Karen. Maybe it's you. We were, I don't know. We Here's were, something. We Do I sound? I, I might be a Karen now. And we were, we were closing at the end of the night the same Saturday night and the door guy's like, Hey, this customer's trying to get the manager to say you, you know, you're rude oh boy. and whatnot. And you know, she, she, it was, it was a lady who I really wasn't rude to. She came up to me to put a song in after we were done. Mm-hmm. And I go, listen, I'm done for the night. I'm not taking any more songs. I'm like, we're obviously closing, you know, please like, don't try. Right. So she walked away. So she was going to the government manager. As she's walking out, I go, uh, have a good night, Karen. She gave me a dirty look. Yep, yep. Uh, so I hear the neighbors' lawnmower going right now, and these neighbors, um, like throughout the years that I've lived here, the last you know three and a half years, whatever it is going on for, um, 
they'll mow my lawn sometimes. Sometimes I'll mow both lawns because there's not much of a lawn out front to mow. So, you know, we take care of each other. Uh, sometimes I'll shovel for them. They'll shovel for me. However, this happened once before that I had just put a bunch of grass seed down. And they mowed my lawn and just scattered the grass seed everywhere. Well, I'm at it again. I grabbed some grass seed last week. I threw it down, and it's still just sitting up there. I just heard their lawnmower running, and I was letting mine go to fill in. And now my concern is that they just mowed my lawn. You know, just getting it in just before it got dark, of course, which I've done, you know, or just as it's getting dark here. My concern is that I'm going to go up there, my lawn's going to be mowed, and that grass seed that I had laid down in the holes, in the in the bare spots, is going to be sprayed all over. Am I an asshole for being upset about this? Like, I don't want to stop the cordialness of mowing each other's lawns. I mean, it's four square patches of lawn. It's, it's I think, tiny. You know what, you're, you're not always the best with communicating, Clark. No, I'm terrible. I, think you, I, don't, you like, I don't like confrontations. I mean, I don't think you need to be you, you need to uh, to compromise. Just be like, hey, uh, so I'm having some problems with this area. I'm laying some uh, uh, some seeds down. Um, you know, if you happen if you happen to cut my grass, if you could just lay off that area, I'd appreciate it. Um, you know, we're trying to you know get this thing growing again. Or you know what you do? You do the adult thing, and you you get a couple pins. You put them in there. You rope off the area. Okay. You let people know not to let their dogs piss there and not to mow it. I mean, real simple. I've done that before. We'll see. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it. When uh, when are when are we doing this again? Maybe maybe two weeks from now. Either next week or two weeks for certain. All right, next week to maybe the following week is uh is going to be a a thing, right? Yeah, I've been playing a lot of da- uh, draft daily sports, uh, college football. I just got fired from Akron. I'm very upset. I've been fired from the Northwestern. I've been fired from Akron. I now took the uh, head coaching job in Wyoming, and I'm um, turning that franchise around just like I did with the Akron team. Congrats. Uh, uh, thank you. Speaking of, this shows a little bit about accountability. How's the gym membership going? So my goal was um, I wanted to week one, go to the gym one day, just one day, just show up one day, go to the gym. Week two, two days, week three, three days. And then by week four, four days. Week one, I went zero. Okay. Uh, I talked to a girl. I talked to Jazz at the bar. She's a bartender there. And she's like, you know, listen, when I started going to the gym, I had a hard time getting there. She said, all I did was drive to the parking lot. Like, just go to the parking lot. And if you could do that, if you get in the habit of just driving to the parking lot, you're eventually going to go in. So I took her advice. And you're like, you know what? I'm, I am going to go to the gym tonight. I'm, I'm not going to. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to be there for 10 minutes or if I'm going to be there for two hours, but I'm going to show up. So I got there. This is now, uh, this is again, this restarts a week one last week. I went in the gym. I, I, I went, I, I did about 20 minutes on the treadmill, uh, burnt about 400 calories, got off, went home, showered, didn't get back to the gym the next night, even though I kind of thought about it. Uh, this week, uh, I'm definitely going to shoot for those two okay. times. To the, so. Good. Yeah, get there. Let's do that. Two times. Uh, I haven't been on the treadmill much at all. I've been, you know, knocking out ten and 12,000 steps, but I'm just, and, and I'm getting some walks in of 20 minutes, but they're not high energy walks. You know what I mean? I'm not raising that blood pressure up enough. I'm, I'm going to keep trying, Al. Uh, if you can keep me accountable for that, 
I'll try to keep you accountable. I am not my brother's keeper. I have no interest in keeping you accountable for anything. Okay. Well, you want to go to the gym, go to the gym. You got a wife, you know, tell her, make her accountable. You got you got plenty of friends. I don't think I'm going. I, I don't want any responsibility when in things, anybody's life to, to go to the gym. When things at the that. Segway shop slow down, I'll go in the winter. I, I might do a gym. But right now it's going to be our treadmill in the basement, and I'll go run. I'll go try to – I'll try doing like a walk run at first, and then I'll do some runs. Uh, I want to get dumbbells. I want to get some dumbbells and uh, yeah, dumbbells work with those in the house. Yeah, we're doing the show. You know, work, work out some curls. Yeah. What if yeah. one week? What if one week I had set up a thing for my laptop on the treadmill and I'm walking during the show? Would that just piss you off if all of a sudden I'm doing that? You're yeah, you're, you're in the lazy I, boy. <laughs> I'm walking on a treadmill. That's a I dick think it move. would be really annoying. It, it would be a douche move. It would be. You know, it's a Cody move. I wouldn't say it is a Cody move. Did you watch him on uh, Austin? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Cody's Cody. Like that's it's it's. It. I love Cody, but I've never there's there's never been a dude I've been like this yeah. guy's a douchebag, but yet I'm compelled by him. Yeah. So I agree. Um, things apparently aren't aren't going a hundred percent great with the kids upstairs. We're almost right, to two right, hours. Right. We started on time this time, so that's good. But uh, yeah, thanks for another great week, Al. All right, buddy. You have a good night. Uh, say hi to the kids for me. Say hi to the wife for me. Uh, all right, man. I will. You have a good night too. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Wherever you watch us, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Keep interacting with us. Maybe we'll be a better draft next week. Our draft. I feel. I feel like uh. We might. We Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.